This is a presentation of the Trine Broadcasting Network, part of the Center for Sports Studies at Trine University. Learn more at trine.edu. From Studio A at Trine University, this is Trine Talk. coach of the Trine High Voltage Dancers joins us today. Shea Sims, how are you? I'm good. How are you? High Voltage Dancers. Did you name that or was that their name before? I did name them. I named them my first year. They were named something different and it was kind of my first wrongdoing as a coach. The current girls are really upset that I changed their name, but it stuck for the last eight seasons. So I guess I did okay. So they wanted to keep the old name. It's time to step into the future. Yes. New coach, new attitude, new name. And here we are today and it's... Still high voltage. It's still the high voltage (laughs) dancers. My first encounter with your dance team was my first... So I'm new. So my first football broadcast back in the fall, uh, you guys were out there doing your thing and it looked like everybody was having a lot of fun. So you guys, the band, the cheerleading squad, it all adds to the game night experience for the fans. Take me to the football season. Um, how is football season different from basketball? Is it really for you the same, or, or do you do things a little bit differently? So football and basketball, we actually do the same routines. Gotcha. There are more basketball games, obviously. The girls only perform at the men's games, where cheer does men and women games. For football, we perform for halftime. For basketball, we perform for halftime. We do the same band dances. It's pretty similar. It's just a totally different atmosphere. Timeouts we get to dance at versus football. We're literally only doing halftime. So So you were telling me before we started that not only do you do the the football and the basketball, but you also have a competitive aspect as well. Yes. Are the same student athletes on both? Sometimes. This year, all of our current dancers, except for one who's hurt, she's on our, dan- our competitive team as well. For cheer, we have about 45 athletes and only 16 of them compete So for do you us. coach the cheer team too? Yes. Oh my word. Yes. Wow. <laughs> so you have a million cheerleaders. A million And then your dance team as well. Yes. So that's a lot of kids to, to keep working with, right? It is a lot. It's a lot. Have you watched the Netflix show? Um, cheer. Cheer? Yes. Okay, so I watched the first episode of okay. that. These kids, they were trying to build a pyramid mm-hmm. and they were all tumbling to their death. Yes. I kid a little bit, but they were getting hurt. Yeah. Um, and then I saw the cheer squad's performance before they went to Florida. I had Danny Stalling in a class, mm-hmm. and they were building some of those pyramids and yes. that, and it was precise and perfect. But do people get hurt during those routines? Is Netflix uh, exaggerating that a little bit, or is that real? That is real life. Everything that cheer does, everything that dance does – it's dangerous. I think that as a coach, you have to know when to stop. You have to know the athletes that you have out on the floor. Um, we always say there's a difference between being hurt and injured. So we have a really good relationship with our trainers to make sure that they are 100%. Danny is a great example of one that will give 100% all the time, even when she's hurt, even when she's injured. But I've had four years of learning her to know, hey, we need to stop. Mm-hmm. Or, hey, she can keep pushing. And Monica's a great coach, I'm sure. But I'm sure there's a lot of coaches that watch that would have said some of those takes, it was time to stop. 
It was incredible. They were dropping like flies in that first episode. Did you watch the whole series? Yes. Okay. I loved let's it. let's talk to somebody who understands what's going on. Is that a good show? I mean, what it's did you think? It's a really good show. We kind of my assistant and I kind of made it mandatory almost for cheer to watch it before we left for nationals and it put them in nationals mode. It helped I think gel them a little bit more as a team. I think there's a lot of pros to that show to kind of get you ready we get ready for disney and they get ready for daytona well as as kind of an outsider watching it what you learn right away is that this isn't all just makeup and glitter and it's incredible athleticism precision Mm -hmm. um and a lot of hard work yeah a lot of hard work a lot of dedication to the people that you're cheering with Mm -hmm. every single day so so you have the cheerleaders and the dance team Mm mm-hmm and which do you enjoy? You're never going to answer this, but do you have one preference over the other? I mean, your background is what, mostly? My background, I've danced since I was three, and I've been cheering since I was five. Okay. So in college, I actually danced, and then after college, I did pacemates, which would be the NBA calls were dancers and the NFL are cheerleaders, and I danced all through high school, all through middle school. So I would say kind of an equal balance of both. It just depends on the season, kind of which team I prefer. There's been years where I love going to dance and I love working with those athletes. There's been years where I love going to cheer and I love working with them. It just kind of depends, honestly, on the season. But the, the kids come out there during the game, the basketball games. Mm-hmm. They, they bring the flags out, mm-hmm. the 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 kids come out onto the floor they have a plan from the second that they're out there i've, I've seen it yes. I, all season mm-hmm. uh, your kids know where they're supposed to be and what they're supposed to be doing that takes practice doesn't it yes it takes practice i'm a very ocd personality <laughs> i would say sometimes we practice the little details over and over again my mindset when i came here eight years ago i only know division one so i wanted to bring division one cheerleading and dance to division three school so that's what I try to do the Pacers Mm -hmm. so you were with them for three years yes can I hear how you got that opportunity what how did that happen where you got to dance with the Pacers for three years so I'm actually born and raised in Memphis Tennessee growing up I thought I would always dance for the Grizzlies (laughs) kind of my dream then I fell in love with North Carolina South Carolina thought I would go on to dance for the Bobcats Pelicans now and my husband who was my boyfriend at the time really talked me into trying out for the Pacers and I said I would give it a try we have a lot of rounds for our tryouts we have like a week-long process after you make it through the first two rounds and I kept making it to the next round and I ended up making the team and three seasons later. You just showed up. You didn't have necessarily any connections. You just went to the tryouts. Yep. I just went, I went to one clinic. I'd already missed two and I signed up for the clinic, learned about tryouts, went to tryouts and fell in love with the organization, the girls, the coach, everything. Is that a real grind to try to make one of those teams as far as all the competition and that kind of thing? I mean, you have a lot of people trying to get a certain number of spots. Yeah. Uh, were you were you nervous at that time, or how did you pull through that? I think you just try it. Mm-hmm. I think in the back of my mind, I was trying to do it kind of 
to practice for mm. the Bobcats right. is kind of in my mindset. And then I ended up making it and I met really, really nice girls and I'm not a quitter. So I'd already made the team. So I decided to stick it out and come back year after year. But you're out there, you know, with millions of people watching on TV, uh, big audience there at the arena, new facility down there. It's got, and you did two playoff series as well. It's got to be really exciting to perform in that, that spotlight. It is every, I would say every NBA dancer that you talk to would probably all say the same thing that there's something magical about the court that we dance on. And there is, that's what brings you back every single year the experiences that you get. Um, My second year when I was there, the NFL was in town. So we got to do a lot of things with the NFL. We got to meet a lot of players. So there's just a lot of opportunities, I would say, that you kind of get to be a Did you try out for an NFL team? I did not. I'm sorry, Coach Abs. I'm a huge basketball fan. So NFL was never, ever on my mind and my dreams. Well, basketball is part of your life. Your husband's a coach. Yes, basketball. So is that's part of your life. family. <laughs> yes, definitely. It's hard. It's hard to uh, get away from basketball when your spouse is a coach. Yes, like they bring it home with them. I bet. Yes, he does. He does. We both do. I mean, mm-hmm. and we love basketball. So. So yeah. it worked out well. Now, after you make it the first year, is the second year kind of a formality, or are you pretty much locked in? No, it it literally just depends mm-hmm. what you know. We've had girls cut my my the girls that I danced with my rookie year they were cut my second year girls that I danced with my third year that had been there for six seven seasons cut so it kind of depends what our coach is looking for and it honestly changes every single season how similar is the choreography that you would do for the NBA with your kids here at Trine I would say very different Mm -hmm. mainly Pacers is a very conservative organization but I would say that Trine is a lot more conservative. Sure. So the costumes that we wore, a lot of the moves or routines that we did, I would never, ever do here. You wouldn't bring it to Trine? No. No, I wouldn't. Um, but do you choreograph all of the routines and everything? I choreograph a good number. Mm-hmm. And then we do camp where we have like a choreographer come oh. in that actually teaches the girls routines. So it kind of just depends. How does recruiting year. work for you? I mean, do you do you are you out there recruiting cheer and dance players? Yeah, so all our whole athletic department actually, we are responsible for recruiting every mm-hmm. single year. I would say that cheer is a lot easier to recruit. Dance is a struggle mm-hmm. a lot of times. Um, we are not a artistic school, so a lot of the dancers oh, that you're looking for, yeah. they're looking to minor in dance, they're looking to major in dance, they're looking to do art, something that we don't offer. So a lot of times, even musical theater would be awesome to offer. And so we struggle a lot of times bringing dancers in to Trine because they're not doing those artistic Mm -hmm. things that they want to do. We're speaking with Shay Sims, who is the dance and cheer coach here at Trine University. And yet, the university emphasizes it. I mean, they have built a good program with you. They mm-hmm. invested in you. Yeah. And, you know, it, it certainly is an emphasis from up up around campus to have a great team, right? Yeah. No, it definitely is. Um, our athletic director pushes greatness <laughs> right. through everything. So from, you know, football to basketball, like that trickles all the way down to dance to every other sport as well. So I wouldn't say that he just focuses on one 
sport. He wants our department to be great. Now, I know for football, you have a training camp before the season starts. Do you have something similar to that with your athletes when they come on campus? We do. We have what we call two-a-days. Mm-hmm. So inside of two-a-days, they will do a fitness test. They learn routines. They learn our band dances. Cheer will learn um, pyramids. They'll start to get their partners. They'll start to get their stunt groups, basket groups. Dance is kind of the same thing. They're learning their first three routines of the season. We're working on band dances, flexibility, fitness. We usually do our poster shoot, which is really exciting for them in the summer. So it's a it's a weekend packed of a lot of different things for them. So do you practice anytime I'm at Hershey at a volleyball game, it seems like your kids are practicing. They are. They practice a lot, don't they? They do. Cheer practices, competition practices four days a week and dance practices three days a week. Now, you had your cheer national, uh, what do you call it, the championships? Yes. Uh, we had college nationals in January. And can I hear how that went? They got seventh out of 16. Wow. Which is okay. I definitely think that we could have and should have done better. But 7x16 isn't horrible. It's just not something that we strive for, I would say. I think we went in, we really wanted top three. So we do two performances, and our first performance went really well. Our second performance didn't go the way that we wanted it to. When you're watching, did you know that you had missed some elements? Uh, like, were you aware that you wouldn't get a great score? Oh, yeah. I mean, we, I coach by the score sheet, mm-hmm. so I can literally go in and say, okay, if we do these skills perfect, we're going to get this score. Mm-hmm. So when things are dropping or skills aren't complete, you kind of know. The good thing sometimes is that you don't know how the other teams will do. So if every other team drops as well, you might have a good chance as every other team hits their routine. You kind of go down, down, down. So you have a dance. uh, There's a countdown on social media Mm -hmm. when your dance thing is. Yes. Uh, Where is it and what will that be all about? They are at Daytona. So that is, we perform team performance, which we're performing NDA for the first time in school history, which is a really, really big deal in our cheer and dance world, I would say. They prepare this routine. We do it over and over and over and over again. And they do prelims, they do finals, and we kind of figure out how we score. So before I let Shay go, a couple of weeks ago, I'm teaching my speech class, and I noticed Liv was mm-hmm. in a boot. Yes. And she said that she couldn't perform mm-hmm. at one of the games, and she said that her coach was going <laughs> to be filling in. Yes. So you actually performed at one of the Trine basketball games a couple of weeks ago. Had you done that since you'd been at Trine? I did. I did it last year for senior night, actually. I was three months pregnant at the time, <laughs> and no one knew, but I couldn't tell dance right. why I couldn't dance with them, so I figured I'd just do it. So this is the second year that I've actually performed with them. So how did you feel like you did? I think I did okay. (laughs) I didn't hit one of the skills, so that was kind of, I'm a perfectionist, but it was fun. It's always a really good time to just have fun with them and enjoy kind of what they do, so I like it. Well, if you're coming up with a routine, you probably have to show them how to do the routine. Yes. So you probably know how to do it. Yes. So the routine (laughs) I did, I actually made up. So it was easy to step into, but yeah. Well, listen, the game night experience at Trine, whether it be from that awesome pep band, uh, 
the incredible cheer and dance teams that we have and the, the student athletes competing on the floor as well. It's an exciting experience to go to MTI Center and to see a basketball game or to see a football game at Zollner Stadium. And, and Coach, your team's a big part of it. I, I, I really appreciate what you guys do, um, building the community and the excitement around the games. And then you've got that aspect, and then you have to turn around, and then you're competing yes. yourself. So there's that duality of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I bet the kids appreciate both of those aspects. Yeah. I think they – I hope they have fun. We, I try to set the bar high for them. I would never put them in a situation that I didn't think that we could excel in. Mm-hmm. So I'm really excited for dance, this new journey that we're taking together. I think that the seven girls that are on the floor are going to represent our university well in April, and I'm truly excited to see what they do. Thanks for listening to Trine Talk. Follow Andy Brown on his Twitter feed at Trine Voice. Thanks for listening to this presentation of the Trine Broadcasting Network, part of the Center for Sports Studies at Trine University. Learn more at trine.edu.